Join Josh Lawson, Kitty Flanagan, Alex Ward, Ed Cavalier and Sam Pang as we look back on the week and ask, have you been paying attention? And now the man with the answers, Tom Gleister. Good evening. Your company as we look back over another busy news week. Tonight we're joined by winning Melbourne Cup jockey Michelle Payne, Whoa. who's stepping in as guest quizmaster. We're also joined by this highly attentive team, making his first appearance as a contestant since 2015, actor, director, and Mortal Kombat star Josh Wilson. She's a writer, podcaster, and recently proud dog owner, the always surprising Alex Ward. Alex. Host of the Two Day FM Breakfast Show and Two Up Top on Stan Ed Cavalier. Also with us, where do we start? There's her TV series, her books, her ex-boyfriend Daryl Maguire. So much to learn about Kitty Flanagan. And finally, because there's always someone you have to pick last, uh, Sam Payne. Yeah, yeah. Josh, yep. welcome back. What have you been up to? I I invested in crypto, so I sort of <laughs> retired. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm done. Six years have gone by. You've a lot of time in LA, of course. Mm. Yeah, just sleeping a lot, watching <laughs> Netflix and stuff. Yeah, the, the years just disappear. They do fly by. <laughs> hey, a series I've been told about to get yeah. into, our Superstore. That's one of yours. Yeah, I, I did Superstore. Yeah, that's uh, it's really fun. It's on Netflix now, and uh, mm. people seem to be really getting into it. You star? What? Are you the star of Superstore? Sure, let's say that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's an ensemble cast. It's an ensemble, oh, ensemble yeah. cast. What's what's Superstore about, Josh? It's. Uh, it, I feel like this is a setup to something. <laughs> It's sort of about a, a mega store, sort of like over in the States, Walmart, or, okay. uh, and, uh, and the employees that work there. Excellent. And I play the pharmacist, uh, Tate. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There we go. Hey, by the way, that wasn't a setup, but I am genuinely sorry I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Josh, you've been very busy uh, back in Australia. You finished shooting, is it the Jessica Watson biopic? Yeah. Oh, that's you on set, I think. Yes, looking happy to be there. And Jessica Watson, obviously, the young Australian who sailed around the world. What is your role? I play her father in the in the film. Yeah. Did you have to do any scenes like out at sea? No, that was all Jessica. Are you familiar with the story? Yes, she sailed around. It's a solo trip. It's a solo trip. You might have come out to greet her. What have you? Have you got Josh's character paddling alongside? No. What are you doing? You could do it. No. It could have been a dream uh, sequence. Yeah. No, no. I don't know. I wanted to say it's a very big thrill to have him on the show. Oh, and people no. should remember this. This is a very, very talented man who's accomplished a lot. He's worked with uh, Judd Apatow. Yeah. He's been in movies with Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Mm. Yeah. Um, he's hosted Wipeout Australia. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't... I, I no, don't sorry. appreciate that laughter. <laughs> A guy's got to eat. This is before. This was. That was before I bought Dogecoin. All right. So I was. I needed the. Please. So let's play nice. Great to have you back with us, Josh. Now, Kitty, yeah. Sam. Uh, a photo's been sent to us. It was taken a few weeks ago after you were both on the show. Uh, it was taken in the underground car park here at ten. Oh. Uh, what's the? Uh, <laughs> anything you'd like to share uh, with the group? Yeah. Well, I'm not thrilled you showed that. Um, I'm in a stolen car, by the okay. way. <laughs> this was. We were still under restrictions, mm. but the restrictions did say you could meet in a park. They didn't specify what sort of park. <laughs> okay. So I said, if we just 
it, it's like they used to do in the wire. You know, the, oh, the detective and the front. his yes, informant nice. would park like that and... Definitely. Yeah, that, that definitely looks as cool as the wire. <laughs> yeah. if, if, any, if anyone is worried about, you know, oh, but you can't drink and drive home, I, I am home. I've been living in my car for a while. That clears it up. So oh, no problem good that's a good point. And, and we did... We only had one. Do you know what I mean? Shots that was... Gone. That was all that was left from the four-litre cast that Kitty brought. <laughs> so it's we just, just had one and it was just nice to socialise and then, then we went home. All right, let's get this show started. Hands on buzzers. Our TV legend Bert Newton passed away on the weekend. What show did he once host in this very Channel 10 studio? Alex. Um, was it some show called The Panel? It was... Oh. Bert, Bert appeared on The Panel, but no, Ed. Mate, Good Morning Australia. Yes. Did now tell me, you appeared... Did you remember when you appeared on Good Morning Australia? I came on, I came on to promote The Panel when it yes, first started. Did. I came on uh, for a river somewhere. Yes. And the third time to sell a steam mop. So, um... <laughs> Anyway, thoughts are with uh, yes. Bert's family at this oh, sad time. Oh, our health minister has been busy. I've signed off on the biosecurity declaration order, which means one very simple thing. What does the biosecurity declaration order mean? Kitty. I think Australians can now go overseas in search of COVID-21. <laughs> <laughs> Any variant they Bring want. Yes, you, you're right, Kitty, you don't have to get permission to leave the country if you're fully vaccinated. The Deputy Prime Minister was fired up last week. What that would spell for the Australian beef industry is disaster. What that would spell for the Australian feedlot industry would be disaster. What that would spell for the dairy industry would be disaster. What's Barnaby talking about? Kitty. The reason he got knocked out first round in the parliamentary spelling bee. He's, um, <laughs> <laughs> not he's certainly um, he's certainly staying on message. Crack, but... Anyone know what Barnaby's rabbiting on about? Sam. What is Barnaby talking about? Should be a segment on this show. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about I think uh, methane emissions reducing them. Calls to cut them by 30%. Thank you, Sam. This video made international news. Hi everyone, it's Josh Cavalli here. I'm at my home here in Adelaide. There's something personal that I need to share with everyone. What was Josh sharing? Uh, Ed. His concerns for the feedlot industry. It's, no, it's not, <laughs> not, not related to methane production. Ah, uh, Josh. There's actually a really nice story. This is the first footballer who has come out and openly talked about how much he hates Adelaide. He's... <laughs> <laughs> Very close. We were the... Help us out, Alex. Uh, he came out as gay. He did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did. And one of the Matildas came out as straight. So was very... <laughs> very <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Well, there's been a phone call from France. Emmanuel Macron has told Mr Morrison in no uncertain terms uh, that he has broken... Broken what? Uh, we broke the deal on, their make... on the French making our submarines and they're not, you know... Broke it off, Sam. Oh, no, hang on. Yeah. What's up to you? Do you want the right answer or do you want oh. that one? <laughs> what can you add, Sam? I can add that Ed is wearing Alan Jones's jacket. OK. <laughs> <laughs> also... It's funny. It's... You know what, Sam? It's the weirdest thing. Ever since I've put this jacket on, I have had the urge to say, and the thing is... <laughs> the thing is, Tony Abbott wouldn't have done it like this, would he? <laughs> We'll come it's back to uh, Alan Jones in a moment. Broken what, Sam? Broken trust. Yes. To Downing Street. What's uh, going on there? Kitty. This oh. is um, 
Deal or no deal for dummies. It's, a, it's an international version. Oh, yeah. It's not a deal or no deal. It's, they do this apparently every year. Oh, yeah. it's, it's the budget, Ooh. so it's actually debt or no debt. It's, well, <laughs> that is the Chancellor of the Exchequer ceremonially delivering yes. their budget. Thank you, Ed. Oh, the Pope and President Biden just had a private meeting. What did Mr Biden give the Pope? <laughs> Sam. Was it the nuclear codes? Is not. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, it was an object, Alex. It was a special coin. Yes, a commander coin. What do you do with that? He wasn't planning to, but when the Pope brings out the collection plate, you've just got to. Oh, there's big changes at Facebook. What's up, Mark? It is time for us to adopt a new company brand to encompass everything that we do. I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now... Facebook is now... Kitty. Accountable? It, oh, <laughs> come on, let's, let's be serious. Sam. <laughs> Mark's mowing? Is... <laughs> is a name... Uh, Josh. Just judging from the logo, is it now the ABC? It's <laughs> a touch of that. Very sign. No, uh, Alex. It's called Metaverse. Yeah, or Meta is their, Meta. is their title. And a new sign was unveiled outside Facebook HQ. Beautifully timed. Thank you. <laughs> Take my word for it. Uh, to royal news. The palace says the Queen is disappointed, but in good spirits. What was Her Majesty disappointed about? Kitty. Um, a top she bought online from one of those websites. <laughs> like you can often return them, Kitty, I think, but no, it wasn't clothing related. Sam. Season two of Ted Lasso. Is well. <laughs> <laughs> Join the list. No, it was about no, it was, she was going to travel somewhere special. Uh, Ed, did she not go to the climate conference in um, where it's being held in Glasgow, the COP26? She was told she needed to. She's rest. just stay home. She would miss that. Well, she's back. I'm Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, and today I'm going to read to you. Oh, what was Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, reading from Kitty? A cease and desist order from the palace. <laughs> <laughs> a few of those, but she wasn't reading that. Sam? I think it was um, Max Walker's How to Hypnotise Chooks. <laughs> it. She's reading a copy of her children's book, The Bench, Ooh. and Prince Harry is there with a copy of today's newspaper. Just to prove that it's, <laughs> it's all for real. Yes, indeed, her children's book, The Bench. We've got to take a break. Back with more. Have you been paying attention? this. yesterday was a steaming pile of nothingness. Did you do a flannel wipe anywhere? It's additional protection. All the chin strokers in the market say... I didn't know I was going to enjoy this so much. That's not the Australian way. Quite ironic, because I feel the same way. The final boxes are being checked. Go out and buy yourself a new pair of jeans. Go out and start shooting cattle. Oh, no, uh, the universe couldn't be so cruel, could it? But it's already clear. The votes are in and the judges have spoken. And the prize? Diamonds are a girl's best friend. <laughs> Hey, Josh, just quickly, if I was to ask um, how many points do you think you have on the board after segment one, what would you say? Ooh, I'm not really a numbers guy, but I'd say... <laughs> I don't know, uh, 15, 20? None at this particular point. Josh, I'm not a numbers guy, so... Okay. Is there any, just some sort of topic-wise, is there anything we can sort of go into? Yeah, I mean, look, any... Uh, my IMDb page, sure. it's a real sweet spot. <laughs> well, not about you, it'll be about the world. About the world. Um, I would say entertainment. Okay. It, it oh, said okay. something. Well, that's that is coming, coming up. up later in the segment. It is. Oh, great. Right. Excellent. I'll coast until then. Okay. <laughs> All right. And... I got a question. Oh, here. Oh, I got a good question for young Josh. Mm -hmm. You're in the film Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. uh, no applause. That's correct. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I, 
this, now, there's meant to be a sequel coming out. Right. Your character was the best thing in the whole film, that's well documented, but you die. Are you any chance of Mortal Kombat 2 with your character Kano coming back? Look, I, don't, I can't say too much. <gasps> I, um... Because I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why best, it's the best answer. Are there, are there any questions coming up about how to underdress for a television show? I think Josh is looking. <laughs> are you perfectly relaxed? Mate, would it kill you to do up a you know, do up a button? I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm not bare chested. <laughs> What's happened? Why are, you, why are you so you know obsessed? I've just had enough. Of, there's a lot of questions for Josh. All right. <laughs> Now we get it. You know what, mate? That juice cleanse has made you angry. It was a big come down, by the way. We, uh, <laughs> we do need to move on. All right. Hands back on buzzers. I believe we have two video quiz masters standing by. Hi, Tom. Hi, everyone. Armored and Stern here. 80% of people in Victoria have now done what? What have 80% of Victorians done? Mr. Stan and Armored. Sam. Can I just say, it's great to have them back, isn't it? Stan and Armored. <laughs> Obviously, the, the hoodies look great, boys. Well done. Uh, matching hoodies. I don't matching hoodies. I don't know what they've been doing in the for during lockdown. Probably writing a manifesto or something. But no. uh, <laughs> friends of the show. But what have eighty percent of Victorians done? Va yeah. Double vaccinated. Let's see if you're right. Being double vaccinated. <laughs> great to have the uh, the gentleman back with us. Oh, Bob Catter and Pauline Hanson oh, teamed up this week. Indeed. What was the cause? <laughs> Kitty. Are they frightening trick-or-treaters? That's <laughs> it's not Halloween. It was in Brisbane, if that helps, Sam. Was it for the opening of a mosque? It was... I think we can <laughs> probably rule that out on several levels. It was a bit of a niche cause. Kitty. Was it the closure of an Asian restaurant? <laughs> it, was, it, was not, it was not racial in any way. Alex. Is it to support taxi drivers? Yes, yes. Like, yes. financially? Mm. Yeah, yeah. They uh, both know they'll be driving them and fighting. It's, it's quite, <laughs> quite possible. After, after the arrival of ride-sharing. Thank you, Alex. Oh, a beloved national pastime returned to Spain this week. What was it? Kitty. The Inquisition. <laughs> that was, that's <laughs> well and truly in Get the results. Much beloved. Sam. The Spanish conquistadors were my favourite, by the way, out of all of them. You know, what, um, was, what was the pastime? It was uh, a human tower. Oh, Sam, good skills. Take a look. I do it every year, but of course... So much more pleasant than the... I was going to the... say, release the bulls. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> Send them straight through. Yes, they had to cancel, of course, last year. All right, time to take a walk down the red carpet of the week. Go, Josh. Well, go, Josh, sweep. this is Here your special Here topic. Go. Clean sweep. Buckle up. Foxtel have announced a special new goggle box in 2022. What's different about it? Alex. They're allowed to fall asleep. And they, they, they usually cut those moments out, don't they? No, Sam. It's part watching television, part squid game. Is oh, please. Oh, bold please. but inaccurate. Ed. I know this uh, because I was asked to do it. It oh. is celebrity goggle box. It is. Why did they ask you? It's a joking. No. <laughs> well, they always ask me. Rob, I, whenever they ask me, I go, Rob Mills has said no, so okay. here I am. Uh, yeah, celebrity goggle box. Sam Payne, were you asked to do celebrity goggle box? No, I can't believe you said no, though, by the way. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time for everything, I suppose. No, what? You, you said, you really said no. I said no. Why? I, I, wouldn't want to have, I wouldn't want to have to watch something, you know, that had a friend of mine in it, and then, you know, I didn't think it was that great. You know what I mean? Like, I've been pretending I like Mortal Kombat for months now. Okay, so... <laughs> 
But you pretended to like Red Rooster, can't you pretend to like anything? That's true. Technically, I pretended to like Red Rooster lamb, which is almost impossible. All right. Ed, I will pay that Foxtel are doing a uh, celebrity goggle box, just yes. a one-off. Oh, take a look at this Halloween costume. Who are we looking at there? Yes, Real Housewife before makeup. It's um, no, it's not. Uh, it's not Gamble. It's um. <laughs> it's not one of those real housewives. <laughs> Sam, I'll defend you, Tom. You're only saying what we're thinking. Uh. Um, I think that's Lizzo. Yes, dressed as baby Yoda. <laughs> oh, big week for Buzz Lightyear. What's the announcement? Kitty. I think he's being replaced. What? Tim Allen's not doing the voice anymore. That's true, but in what? The bit I'm chasing is oh replaced in God. what? Oh, Sam, sorry, are you going to surf in and take this from Kitty? Oh, no. Sorry, Kit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Do you know the answer? Oh, I've forgotten how I'm really distracted. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you can have it, Sam. What is the announcement for Buzz? It's a... Shush, I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new movie coming out. That's the one, an origin story. The origin story. Wasn't that little, little window into what it's like at those car park drinking <laughs> sessions? <laughs> what a load of fun they are. <laughs> All right, take a look at this newly released footage. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an eyeful and an earful of the Eno Show. What is special about that? What is that footage, Kitty? Is that Tom Gleisner, the origin story? Yes. <laughs> Tom, how dare you? It's, it's sort of related to me this in a big. kind of way. This is big. It's, we don't even know what we're looking at, Sam. It's reportedly Australia's first ever quiz show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was called Ask Me Another. And what a lineup of first guests. Betty Waddell, Keith Smith, Linda Lorraine, Glenn Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Huge lineup there. It's good to see them. All right. Oh, The Eternals will be the first ever Marvel Universe film to feature what? Alex. It's a, a sex scene. It is apparently Yeah, a... we get to see oh. Spider-Man's forbidden web. Wow. <laughs> What's happened? Sorry, hang on, I think oh, I've got a... Um, Jesus. There you go, text. It's a, it's a missed call from Glenn Robbins oh, no. and uh, he's left a voicemail. Shall oh, we just... Um, oh, all right. Ah, bloody hell. Oh, yeah, very funny, making a little jokes about me being old. Well, let me just tell you that... Oh, hang on. They're just about to put us to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, Glenn. Sorry, Glenn. Best wishes. Good night, sleep, too. We do need to move on to Sunday's MasterChef. Man, I touch it. Oh, wow. And it's got a funny feeling. And then when I bite into it, I smell it and I'm confused. Whatever this is, I've never eaten it like this before in my life. Uh, what exotic ingredient was Matt trying to identify? Josh. Uh, pangolin. Is, that's, that is very, very tricky taste. Ed. Red rooster lamb? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's edible. <laughs> Tom! <laughs> Josh? Oh, no. Is it a truffle? Yes. Is that your answer? That's a guess. Is, it, is that it? You... Josh is on the board, Thanks, ladies man. and gentlemen. We've got to take a break. Back with our special guest, Chris Right after this. We've got a special guest, Quizmaster, ready to join us in studio. But first, let's go for a stroll. In Wollongong. In Northern Territory. Ballarat. In Darwin. Around the grounds. To garbage news. Victorians will soon be putting out a fourth bin. Oh, so exciting. What is the fourth bin? <laughs> 
What is the fourth yeah. thing for? That's Alex. my guy. Is it for spinach we bought yesterday? No, we're oh. just going to get rid of that. No, it's not food stuff, Sam. Kitty's book is. Oh, oh that's. <laughs> That's not Kitty, nice. write a reply. I don't even care. If you buy it, you can put it in the bin. <laughs> What's going into the fourth bin? Sam? I think it's glass, mm -hmm. but also let's never forget how excited you were about the fourth bin. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, I will give you the points. Oh, it was a wild Friday in Adelaide. Behind me is a glass house that has been completely smashed by... Smashed by... Kitty. Um, is it people who live in there who have been told repeatedly not to throw stones? <laughs> no, I think, I think she's been literal, not metaphorical. Metaphorical. Adelaide? Hmm. Uh-oh. Poe? It was... Poe was a... Poe from Poe from famous Adelaidean. And has obviously fallen off the wagon and just... I think meteorological phenomena. Ed. Oh, come on, Josh, you can get this. Meteorological phenomena, smash glass... Truffles. Uh, <laughs> I answer one thing correctly and per show, and right. uh, that was in the contract. It came from the sky. It came in a... from the Sam, sky. I've given it to Sam. Came from the sky. Yeah, and it's not truffle. No, <laughs> the ground. Oh yeah, with hail then. So, thank you, Sam. Hail stones. You are working hard tonight, Tommy. Well done. <laughs> to the Gold Coast, where this woman's golf game was interrupted by a gang of what? Kitty. Men trying to tell her how to correct her speech. <laughs> there's, there's a bit of that out on the course. Uh, I should probably say a mob. It. I'm not a golfer, but I imagine this is strange. Some kangaroos. Let's uh, take a look. They've all decided to settle in the Ooh. middle of the fairway. She Question. should fire now. It's just <laughs> got a lot of chances. Yeah, she you mean fire? What do you mean fire, Kitty? Fire one ball off. Repeatedly. <laughs> so not a not a golfer. <laughs> We're doing sport in segment five, Kitty. Oh, we'll yeah, return to, to shine, Kitty. All right, time to meet our special guest quiz master. And on the eve of the Melbourne Cup, who better than the first and only female jockey to win the event on the incredibly off chance that you missed it? Prince of Penzance's history at Flemington, Michelle Payne, the first lady to win the Melbourne Cup. Say hello to Michelle Payne. full-time trainer now? Yes, yeah, I uh, still have my jockey licence, mm -hmm. but full-time trainer. I've got a farm out at Ballarat, which I own with my brother Stevie, sure. and just love it. It's uh, so good to work with horses each day. And What time is your alarm clock set for? Not too early. As a jockey, you're up at like three o'clock every morning, mm. so as a trainer, I get to set the set the time, so we're up yeah. about 5.36, so still. much sure, better never, than... I've never understood that, why, why the horses a train so early in the morning, considering that the races are in the afternoon? Mainly it's to get the horses worked before you go to the races. So if you had horses running during the day, you need to get them all worked um, before you head off. And it's about keeping the routine for the horses. Um, they isn't they it, like routines. So. Michelle, isn't that routine broken if they're training all week at five in the morning and then on race day it's two in the afternoon? It's a valid point. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, we've done it. It's his first one in ten years. <laughs> We found his area. Oh, oh my special, lord. Special. Now, you suffered a pretty horrific injury back in 2016. You had surgery and recovery. At what point do you say, I just don't want to get back on a racehorse? 
nearly at that point. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, the horse actually stood on my stomach mm. in a race, so at about 65 kilometres an hour, 500 kilo horse. I actually think it's incredible to think you can survive that. But you'll still ride again if the circumstances are right? Yeah, yeah, I've ridden since then. Um, had had some good success. So. You know what, Michelle, you guys, are, you've obviously done a, a very high-risk uh, sport with, you know, a lot of actual physical harm that can take place, and, and, and Josh was in Mortal Kombat. Mm. <laughs> I guess we're both at the peak of our game. He knows how it feels. <laughs> ever done a juice cleanse? <laughs> to make weight, have you ever had to do, like, the sauna with the garbage bag on and all that sort of stuff? You haven't seen Ride Like a Girl? I haven't. I, do you know what? I tell you, it's right in my Netflix queue and I'm excited about it. Well, <laughs> so you refer to Ride Like a Girl, the story of your, of your life. Were you happy with the way you were depicted on screen? Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. Teresa Palmer, who was cast as me, she was so good. Mm. She had a real connection with my brother Stevie, who was fortunate enough to play himself. And now he thinks he's a movie star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone thinks they can do it. <laughs> yes, Alex. I just, Michelle, now jockeys are notoriously short. Well, Kitty and I both have, if I'll be honest, insecurities about our height, but we've both convinced each other that, no, we're fine, and then we met you before the show, and you're much taller than both of us. <laughs> Maybe you could uh, have a career in, in racing after... <laughs> after the show, we can get you signed up. <laughs> Probably more trotting, trotting for you, I think, Kit. <laughs> when, you were, when you were a jockey, what would you do, say, for instance, the day you won the Melbourne Cup? How did you celebrate? Uh, to be honest, it was a huge week because because Melbourne Cup week you still race on Oaks Day, the Thursday, Stakes Day, oh, the yeah. Saturday. Yeah. I didn't celebrate till the Saturday night, but my my real celebration was a month later. We went to Bali, fifteen <laughs> of my girlfriends, and we just had ten days there. It was the best fun. So. Didn't think of getting an Airbnb down the morning to Peninsula <laughs> and just. Um, <laughs> really... That's where you were heading with that. Yeah. One. <laughs> All right, Michelle has kindly agreed to ask some questions. You've got the cards there. Michelle, let's dive into it. Sure. First one. Who is the official ambassador of Melbourne Cup Day this year? Is it you, Michelle? I thought someone might say that. No, it's a trick question. It's a me. famous Australian, Alex. Ariana. No, Ariana Titmus. That's Ariana. Not Ariana Grande. No. <laughs> oh, point point yeah. to yours, Alex. Saturday was Derby Day in Victoria. What was the dress code? Kitty. I know this, I've seen the races. It's slutty with a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe towards the end of the day, but the official dress code is Alex. That was for women. For yes. men, it was pants before midday. And that's the one, but of the official dress code, I think, Michelle is chasing Sam. It's black and white, Michelle. That is correct. On Saturday, Australia's third richest horse race was held. The Golden What? It's the Golden, Alex? Eagle. I actually, isn't it the Golden Eagle? I prepared, because before this, my extent of horse knowledge was the Saddle Club, <laughs> so I did some... Okay, you've, you've lifted. That's great. That's close enough. Yeah, it was. Well done. It's a $7.5 million race. How much do you race. get, Michelle? If you, when you win, like, let's say you won a, the $7.5 million race, how much do you get? Well, as a jockey, you get 5%. As a trainer, you get 10%. That's why I went into training. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Meet Letitia Griffin. She'll be making history at the Melbourne Cup doing what? Kitty. She is the first woman to turn up to the Melbourne Cup in a sensible outfit. <laughs> and I admire her for that. She is that. She's just the first woman, but we need something else. Sam. She's the uh, clerk of the course. Yes, yeah, she is. Say clerk of the course or clerk, clerk of the course? Clerk of the course, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, she's the first one to be, be at Flemington. Oh, and last one. As a trainer, what do you do when you've got a fat horse? Put them on a diet and you work them. Really? <laughs> Sam, please don't fat shame horses. <laughs> 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 
Michelle, as, as a trainer, are you allowed a bet? As a trainer, you are. As a jockey, you're not. Well, we'd be crazy if we don't get a tip for the Cup tomorrow right, yeah. from you. Cause well, from my uh, training hat, I'll hmm? say uh, my tip for the Melbourne Cup, which is at a little bit of odds, is Grand Promenade. My brother-in-law, Kerry McAvoy, is riding him and I mm -hmm. think he's, he's a good chance. Okay. Wow. Well, my money's on Kitty. There you go. <laughs> We've got to take a break. The Melbourne Cup Carnival reaches its peak tomorrow and you can catch all the action here on 10. Would you please thank Michelle Payne. <laughs> show we like to put our contestants individually to the test. Tonight, it's an old favourite. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, a little bit of trash good. or treasure. <laughs> you remember how this works. We'll show you a collectible. You tell us if it's trash, say, under $1,000 or treasure. Uh, Kitty, let's start with you. Here we go. Oh. Kitty, <laughs> your show is Storage Wars Texas. Got this, uh, this thing I found in a locker and we brought it to see what you thought about it. All right, well, let's take a look at her. There we go. Well, basically what you have here is you have a ballroom dress that you would dance in. And these dresses are handmade completely from head to toe. They're Swarovski crystals, meaning they reflect multiple colors. Along with the ostrich feathers, everything o is hand... Ostrich? Ostrich feathers, yeah. These are hmm. ostrich feathers that have been put onto the bottom of this dress right here. Kitty, do you think the dress is worth a bit? I think that guy's acting is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from the very beginning, that whole pretense of, I found this in a locker. Yeah. <laughs> By that, do you mean your own wardrobe suit? <laughs> <laughs> Ostrich feathers? Oh. What? Well, butter my butt. <laughs> I would say with those Swarovski crystals oh. and the ostrich feathers, and the fact that it has been worn by that man... <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> allegedly. I would say that is treasure. No. Ooh, Let's see on. if you're right. You're probably looking at about $4,500. <laughs> that wow. That is treasure. Yes. Wow. Ten points, Kitty. Well done. <laughs> Sam, we're heading across oh. the Atlantic to Antiques Roadshow. He's what's known as a pulcino, which is a little chick. Right. And there was an Italian glass factory on Murano, and they approached an architect called Pianon. He designed five <laughs> different little chicks, and they were all really produced around 1962. It's a very difficult glass blowing technique. So you're asking about glass blowing in Italy in 1960? <laughs> well, that architect or that designer. What was his name? Architect. <laughs> well, I think it was an architect. Blower. The person who made the Pulcina. Yes, Pulcina means little chick, and the designer was... I can't remember his name now, but... Um, what's the question? It's... <laughs> We've got this little glass yeah. artefact, OK? Yeah. Is it valuable? Is it worth more than a grand or not? I think, uh, you know, glass blowing something's very important to me. And I think if it's from 1960, I think it's definitely going to be treasure. Over $1,000. Possibly. Uh oh. Possibly. What? $16,000. Let's take a look. He would make between six and seven thousand pounds. Thank you. Thank you. Alex, staying with Antiques Roadshow. Oh These are French plates from a very well-known part of France called Sacre-Gamine. Yes. But the other thing is there's a sense of humour about this. <laughs> yes. And that, that's the sound which uh, Rossini sends up in a well-known duet for sopranos where they sing like cats. And that's what we've got. I see. On the rim of every single plate. 
plates. Are those plates going to make that woman rich? Sorry, I just need a moment. Those lyrics were quite moving. They were. <laughs> um, I mean, hilarious. I don't mm, know how oi. you'd eat. You'd be laughing so much. <laughs> big big laugh. With that touch of humour. <laughs> Valuable plates or not? I don't know. They're, I mean, you wouldn't make those today, would you? No. You couldn't. What song would you sing? WAP? Possibly not. <laughs> Some little wet kitties. Um, look, I think it's trash. Mm. Personally, but also for the answer. Okay. Uh, let's, um, trash. let's see if you're right. Musician would really like to own these, and I would have thought they might pay in the region of three to five hundred pounds for them. There you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That is trash, Alex. Trash. Wow. We're uh, with three from three. Ed. Hi. We're back at Storage Wars, Texas. What you have here is a gong. You know, this has to be Chinese of some kind. Well, actually, it's not Chinese, but it's Chinese influence. It comes from a very small kingdom in the northern part of Borneo called Brunei. Maybe this was hung in a tree, and when the headhunters come through, they hit that thing and let No, this know. has nothing to do with headhunters. This is a higher culture. This is from Borneo. What kind of value has it got now? Ed, is that gong trash or treasure? So it's a gong that you... It's Borneo gong. It's mm. not a Chinese gong. And you hang it up. You don't hang it up if the headhunters are on their way. Clearly. <laughs> it's what you wouldn't do, I believe. And I'm not a gong guy, as you know. Why are you not a gong guy? Hey, who doesn't like gongs? Well, <laughs> it's just got a red faceless connotation to oh, it, you know what I mean? <laughs> trash, my man. I'll Gotta give you be. 200 bucks for it and not a cent more. Let's see if you're right. As much as $2,500. <laughs> That's, uh, sadly, that is treasure. I like, I like that bloke was racist right to the end. <laughs> he ended on cha-ching. Can't end on cha-ching. Can't tell them. Mate, the hard one's right, eh? Stayed on topic. All right, Here Josh, goes. let's Here's bring this thing home. Staying in the US, your show is Porn Stars. Uh, I got these crutches here that I wanted to kind of check out. They have like a pistol on them. They look late 18th, early 19th centuries. That is so cool. I'd really like to test fire them. Let's do it. That's how it's done. Josh, are those pistol crutches worth something? I feel like it's fitting, too, with the Melbourne Cup, because those are the crutches they use on horses when they hurt their legs. <laughs> they, yeah, <clears throat> the screen's come screen's out. Screen's um, oh, the screen's up. Look, obviously... I, think it's, I think it's a great invention. I think it's a sustainable business model because you use it to shoot someone in the leg, yep. and they're going to need crutches. Of course they're going to And revenge. Yes. <laughs> Against, so I would say it has to be treasure. I would pay more than a thousand bucks for that. Wow. Very confident answer, Josh. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's take a look. Uh, I think at the right auction, 25000 for it. Wow! <laughs> oh. And it's treasure to Josh Lawson. Well done. And all too soon, that brings us oh, to the end of... Wonderful as we work our way through the week's news, buzzers at the ready. Well, another week, another royal wedding. Now, I'll keep it simple. Just give me the country. Josh. Pretty sure this is its own country now. Western Australia? Is, uh, <laughs> it is a, it's a kingdom, technically. Uh, Kitty. Is it Greece? Yes. It's uh, Prince Philippos of Greece and Denmark. To Victoria now, they've been described as, quote, illegal, dishonest, unethical and exploitative. Who am I talking about? Sam. 
the Salvation Army. Is <laughs> a wild, no real army. wildly unfair <laughs> slur. No weapons. On their good name. It's a it's a big organisation. It owns part of uh, Melbourne, I think. Uh, Ed. It is uh, it is Crown Casino. Yes, they're a bit of trouble and they've been forced to keep their licence. Big <laughs> moment <laughs> at underwear company Spanx. Why are those employees so happy? Kitty. I'll tell you why. Because they just took off their spanks. Yeah. <laughs> and you <laughs> might not understand that, Tom, but there's ladies out there watching this going, yeah, Kitty. Are they tidy? Yeah. Are they, are they, are they tidy? I can't they... vouch for their undergarments, but they're very happy because. <laughs> Alex. The company sold for quite a bit of money, I believe. And. Sam. They all got given flights and spending money. Two first-class air tickets and ten grand each. Oh, I believe we have some video quiz masters standing by. Hi, Tom. Hello, everyone. Namaskar. Good morning. How did Aswiria and Akash get to their wedding? Hmm. I thought this might happen. People are very frightened here, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely story, Sam. It's a lovely story. They got to their wedding in a giant cooking pot. Oh, I love it's a destination place. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I think it was in Kerala. There were a lot of flights. Let's see if you're right. <laughs> and there you go. Ah. All right, time to pull on the activewear. Brought to you by the Mitsubishi Triton with oh, yeah. Super Select 2 four-wheel drive for all-terrain confidence. Nothing can frighten the Triton. No questions at all. No questions, Tom. Sorry, Tom, I just better tell Josh I'm really good at sports, so just... Stay. Oh, OK, I'll give you a, a wide berth. Kitty has spent a lot of time in lockdown watching sports, so she's, she's okay. done really very well in this segment. Well, it's... Also, do you think Josh needs any sort of yes. context for that? I probably... Like, what are you attached to? Uh, Photoshop, <laughs> I think. Um, <laughs> we need to move on. It's been a turbulent week for South African cricketer Quentin de Kock. What happened? Kitty. Got a ball in de Kock? Yes. Oh. Told you I was good at it. That's, 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 it. Good. that's it. Not the answer that's I'm chasing. He's been at the centre of something, Sam. He refused to take a knee in protest against the reverse sweep. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's good. Do you know what? I reckon he's, there's actually enough in there. He refused to take good. a knee at the T20 and then changed his mind, but that's enough. Thank you, Sam. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo surprised fans this week by announcing what? Alex. He's not 100% sure on the off, offside rule. Yeah, he's still struggling. <laughs> We're all still struggling with it. No, it doesn't relate to the rule. Ed. Uh, a twins. He is going to be a father of six. Yes. I mean, it's six isn't twins. No, no, he's already got four. I see. And now there's <laughs> two on the way. And, <laughs> and uh, babies and mistress are all doing well, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Giddy became the second youngest NBA player to do what? Well, this is big. According to basketball, Sam. Super glue a basketball to his yeah, finger. That's... Thank you. He's just posing yeah. for the, uh, the cameras. What's he done it? I believe he's a white bloke that dunked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer I've got here, Sam. No, he's the youngest or the second youngest player to get ten assists in a game. Ten assists in a game. Former Pakistan fast bowler Shoaib Akhtar surprised many by doing what live on TV the other day? Kitty. He walked out of the show that he was on Whoa. and Just... said... He took his mic off and said, see you later. Can you do that? You... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know it was an option. 
I didn't know it was an option. You stay there and we'll uh, confirm Kitty's answer. I don't think I should be sitting here right now. So I'm resigning it. Thank you very much. So, uh, uh, now... Uh, and uh, they were down to just nine commentators. <laughs> We've got to take one final break. When we return, our winner is announced. Recall. Start that clock. Another week, another military coup. What country? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but you were so excited about it. <laughs> Sudan. Indeed. Oh, Angie Kent was fined $1,200 this week for what? Kitty. She was over the limit. She'd appeared on way too many there reality shows. <laughs> uh, I will take the first. Sam, go. what can you add? Oh, sorry, is that the right answer? The over the limit. Oh, what's that? War crimes. Is. <laughs> we'll go back to here, drink uh, driving. Oh, a lost hiker in Colorado made the news after ignoring calls from rescuers. Why? Why was he ignoring them? It's called playing hard to get, Tom, <laughs> and it works every time. <laughs> he was, but uh, he was apparently they were from an unknown number. Sam. Yeah, they were from an unknown number, and so he just kept on kind of um, not answering it, even though they were looking for him. Well, I gave half the answer. <laughs> Mate, I don't think I, I don't think I no, should no, be no, here. No, no, no. <laughs> well, stay, stay. Oh, yes, all right, you can have the points because you did finish it. Okay. <laughs> I don't, by the way, I'm really happy that that's in play now for the rest of the year. Oh yes. <laughs> to Indian sport, what was recently sold at auction for 2.3 billion dollars? Kitty. The results for sporting matches for the and next were, ten <laughs> years. They fetch a bit, but not quite that right. much. This, uh, yeah, Alex. Brett Lee's album? Oh, no, I think that might be. <laughs> did go number one. Didn't quite make number one. Sam. Are you referring to the great six and out? Yeah. Mm. What Jack a band. Richard Cheekwee. Yeah, don't forget Gavin Robinson on bass. Sam, what sold for 2.3 billion? It was IPL franchises. Yes, Lucknow and Ahmedabad, uh, two new franchises. The United States has issued its first passport featuring what? Alex. Just a reminder to use their inside voices. Is, <laughs> again, <laughs> an important, an important... Uh, Sam. It's bulletproof. Is not... It features something normally where you tick your personal details, your name and your background. Josh. This is a, a third box for gender identity. Yes, uh, gender-neutral uh, designation. Gender neutral. The Australian Air Force has officially confirmed it does not investigate what? Uh, Alex. UFOs. Yeah, they're focused on Bigfoot right now. That's <laughs> right, you're going for the big one. It's like the US were doing it, we're not. Why a pistol and boo? <laughs> oh, my goodness. They're back in the news. Sam. Were they beheaded? No. But... <laughs> Alex, any ideas? Um, the, the, the ex of Amber. Johnny... Amber. Amber mm -hmm. is uh, get, being in, investigated for bringing them illegally to Australia. Yes. We're, we're still, do, we're still we're, going on that. It's been like five the book years. On no. It's a cold case now. No, <laughs> <laughs> we're still going on. Alex, points are yours. Anne Edmonds and Lloyd Langford shared some exciting news. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Little baby Gwen, congratulations, yes. Anne and Lloyd. We are out of time. Let's check the final leaderboard, and our winning contestant is Sam Pang. Congratulations to our winner. Thanks to everyone for being part of the show. Don't forget the cheap seats tomorrow night. We'll leave you now with a reminder from Glasgow of the need to pay attention when introducing a guest. Hello again. We're live from the Glasgow Science Centre talking to all the party leaders north of the border. And joining us in our studio now is the leader of Scottish Labour, Labour, sorry, uh, Kinsia <laughs> Dugdale. Thanks very much. Good night, Australia. See you all next week.
there are only two big apps to go. So join Aaron, Emma, Fifi, Ed and Sam on new Have You Been Paying Attention next Monday.